Now, are we recording now? Oh, we've been recording the whole time. With all the problems <laughs> I had last right. week, I started recording a half hour ago. Thank you for listening to RGCWV, Random Geek Culture in West Virginia. Tonight, we're reflecting on Season 1. We're going to go over some random topics. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like about the season. Um, We're also going to be talking about some of the format changes for our podcast. Um, some new segments that we're going to be having. Um, I'm even going to go over Mike and Jason's new podcast. You remember them from the show. They have started a new podcast called West by Pod that is not affiliated to the one that goes over Mountaineer Sports. This is just a podcast about West Virginia. Um, Tonight, we were going to be joined with Mike and Jason, but uh, Mike is... Longtime companion, Cat, um, Wally, they had to put him down tonight, so he's, uh, he's consoling his family tonight. But, of all my friends that I can depend on, it is Mr. Alex McLean. Alex, say hi to everybody. I'm not often described as being dependable, but, uh, <laughs> well, I'm here today. <laughs> so, Alex, how you doing tonight? Oh, pretty all right. Pretty all right. It's pretty all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> y- you know I don't do that on purpose. That's how I talk, do, man. You do it sometimes, though. It's uh, really yeah, funny when yeah. you do it. It's like that one time that I was trying to get you to give a good review for Sabriel, the uh, audiobook narrated by Tim Curry. And you say to uh, I'm like, will you tell Kurt that this is a good series, and you're like, it's pretty all right. (laughs) Oh, that's your impression of me. Yeah, that's my impression of (laughs) (laughs) you. That's a good review. That's that's when I, pretty all right means generally recommended. (laughs) Generally recommended. So, geek outs. Um, I tell you what, I, at... At church the other day, I was talking with a couple of my friends, and we were geeking out hard about the British comedy show IT Crowd. We were going on for like a half hour just talking about our favorite moments of that show. Have you watched that, Alex? Oh, I've seen the IT Crowd. (laughs) So good. It's so good. And for the longest time before I was watching The Big Bang Theory, which I like that too, but... I had only watched like a first couple episodes and I didn't like it. Um, I I was just, I was more into IT crowd because it more spoke to me as an IT geek. Uh, Like some of the things that they deal with is just, just speaks to me on a base level. 
and I, lo I love the show and I love British comedies I, I used to love watching uh, Monty Python's The Flying Circus and Mr. Bean and that one that in the retail store I forget what the name of that was do you remember? I'm afraid not do, do, you, do you know which one I'm talking about though? no and you're, you're going to hate me you're going to hate me if you don't already and you should Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and you should. That, uh, that uh, I kind of don't like British comedy. The IT crowd oh. being one of few exceptions, but... Uh, Ooh, what what about I, Mr. Bean? Um, You can say no. Uh, you can be wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, last time I was here, I told you guys you were wrong. Um, I kind of don't like Monty Python. Oh. I've, seen, I've seen The Life of Brian, and I've seen The Holy Grail, and... Who hasn't I'm seen told, The Holy I'm, Grail? I'm told those are those are the best of the the genre, and I don't know. It, it's just not what I think is funny. Hmm. All right, that's fine. That's fine. But anyway, if you guys have not seen that show, watch it. It's hilarious. It's uh, one of the more tame British comedies. It's not riddled with British comedyisms like the other ones it's um it's a little bit more relatable and and then i call the exception that yeah i do like the it crowd and it really does if you work in it you've been there yeah you've been there the the manager that wants things that simply don't exist and and the users that oh boy you yeah, know it's not even just that it's also it, it also makes fun of the it geeks too my favorite one was when Moss is is fixing a computer, and the uh, the girl there, she's like, you know, in that moment, really smitten for him, and uh, she's like, "You're cute. I really like your glasses," and he's like, "They're not for sale," <laughs> and she <laughs> she laughs and she goes, "You're funny," and he goes, "Laugh all you want." they're still not for sale <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i have a feeling man <laughs> so what are you geeking out about right now what am i geeking out about right now um so earlier today uh luke sent me a link to this um uh, this snes rom that uh, I, I don't I need to find out the history behind it to see if this is recent. It's called The Legend of Zelda: The Ancient Stone Tablets. And it's uh, it's a game that originally ran over a Nintendo online service called Satellaview on the on the SNES back in those days. And the game was largely thought to be lost to time and space. Something that, if you didn't experience it when it came out, it's gone. It's just gone forever, and there, there was no way to play this again. But it is a modification of uh, Zelda Link to the Past, and there is a, a ROM out for this that you can you, you can play now. So I haven't got a chance to play, to it, play it yet, but I'm real excited about it, because it's a lost Zelda game. It was... Uh, it had... Okay, so... Just like satellite TV back in the day, network would broadcast all of the episodes of that show for the season all at once down to its 
outline network headquarters. So then they could download all of them and then broadcast them out. Well, this essentially worked the same way, except it was not to the TV station. It was beaming you games directly to the customer. You had to be a subscriber, and you had to have an, a, a Super Nintendo, and you also had to have a Super Nintendo mod that was official from Nintendo that you attached to your Super Nintendo. You also had to be a subscriber, and you could receive games from Nintendo, but you could only play them within the window that they were allowing you to play. So, for instance, this Legend of Zelda game, you would only be able to play it within a four-hour window. I think it was like a few times a week. And each section was an episode. And you could play through the dungeons and then wait a week. And then you'd be able to play through another bunch of dungeons until you could eventually finish the game. The only thing was this was quickly abandoned by Nintendo and they only had two run-throughs. Now the back end of how this worked was they would beam down the game to you from the satellite and it would download to your hard drive but it was coded to only work certain times of the day when the window was open. What these modders did was through talking to all kinds of different people, you know, all the years, they found all of the episodes downloaded to these systems that they couldn't play. So the modding community got all of those ROMs together, recompiled all of it so that it's one single playthrough all into one nice little pretty mod. And I played it today, and it's actually really good. It's a cool little mix to Link to the Past. Um, it's definitely a different game. You're not even Link in this game. Um, you're actually a random kid that was chosen as the Hero of Light because Link was unavailable. I guess he was at the coffee <laughs> shop or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I don't know. So, <laughs> but... Uh, and it's 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 interesting how some of these things are laid out. Some of these some of these things work. The first dungeon is still in the location of the first dungeon, but then you're quickly sent up to Zora's domain and get the flippers. And then um, after you get out, the place where the um, fairy that went, lives underneath the waterfall that it's actually a dungeon now. So it's it's. I'm glad I didn't find out about this six months ago when they first packaged it up together because they've done a lot of uh, hot fixes to it. So it works really good now. And, you know, this sort of thing is... Uh, Nintendo has a way of being way before their time with a lot of stuff like yeah. this. Sometimes that, that it works out thing... for them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that sort of thing is uh, somewhat common now. There's a lot of games on, on PSN and on the, the Xbox Live Arcade that are live events. I, I've, I've played some of them with friends, that they have a live 
a, a live host that comes over voice and they host like like a game show. I've played um oh what's that what's that game show with all the suitcases? Oh, you pick, deal or uh, no deal. Deal or no deal with like, uh, yeah. Mr. Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah, and they have it's not Howie Mandel, but it's some oh, other it's guy. Oh, it's not anymore. He, well, no, no, no. On this, on this game oh, on PSN okay, that I've gotcha. played before, but it's like you're playing Deal or No Deal with uh, a live host that you choose the thing, and then he comes on and tells you whether you got a deal or not, and um, and you know it, it's everybody's hearing the same thing. But Nintendo was doing that back in the days of, of SNES yeah. live broadcasts. Yeah, and, and it, it's it's just it's mind-boggling what they come up with and what actually works the problem oh, yeah. is is people weren't ready to use it not only that but this device buying all of the pieces to go with the already purchased super nintendo was like an extra 200 bucks and, and that's in like 1991 money yeah you know <laughs> yeah that's like 500 now or more. Yeah. So. So it, that, that's a bit of a diversion, but that's what I'm geeking out about. And thanks for sending that to me. I, I fully, in, uh, tomorrow, maybe tonight. What I'm thinking I'm going to do is I'm going to take this and I think I'm going to mod my Super Nintendo Classic and mm -hmm. put this on there. So then I can play it on a Super Nintendo. You know, I've played a few other uh, ROM hacks that are are really, really interesting. There's one for the original Metroid called uh, Zero Dawn. Oh, I love and Zero it, Dawn. It's so good. You've played Zero Dawn? Okay, yes. you've played Zero Dawn. And, I mean, it's, it's, they're doing stuff that, uh, from what I understand, it would, and they do make a cartridge for it, it will play on an actual NES I mean, it's it's really pushing the limits of what the system's capable of, and it does play better on an emulator. But man, oh man, it's 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 a great game. It's Speaking like for for if you don't know what the game is, it's kind of like a prequel to Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah, you're you're playing as uh, Samus. As, it, no, 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 you're playing as Dawn Aaron, Samus's mother, isn't it? Oh, I think yeah. you're right. I think you're yeah. right. And yeah, this is before this is before Samus is even uh, even in it. And you know, without the the Metroid suit or none of that stuff, it's it's really neat. I uh, you know we might can we, can we post a link to that in our comments or something? Um, I can put that in the description and to to look it up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially on the uh, Facebook page, I can definitely put that link to that. I can also put the uh, link to the uh, ROM for uh, we were just talking about Zelda for the, for the Zelda tablets. you know stone mm -hmm. tablets yeah the ancient Zelda. stone tablets and then um, also there is a since we're talking about ROMs that are you know fan made or whatever have you played the Final Fantasy 7 D make no, no, but I know what you're talking about yeah I know what it's, you're talking about it's, it's like an SNES style Final Fantasy no, it's Nintendo. It's oh, NES. Okay. NES style. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and it's it plays like Final Fantasy 2 or 3. 
Probably two. Probably two. You know, when it was Sounds just cool. barely better than one. But the story, the whole story is there. I mean, I haven't played the whole story. It's a gimmick. I mean, it's it's cool, but apparently that. the whole story's there. So Awesome, yeah. NES custom ROMs. There's a lot of neat... There's a lot of garbage. There really is a lot of garbage out there, but there's a lot of neat stuff. Yeah. So, um, I've got some other stuff to talk about tonight. Um, I do want to talk about... Okay, so this is this is going to be uh, I'm really upset about this. So the podcast that compelled me to start this one just had its last episode after almost 300 episodes. It's it was it was called the Super Best Friends Cast and it was really good. They talked about well it was a uh, pretty vulgar language but you know beside that beside that it was it, it it talked about movies it talked about tv shows and these guys were competitive um gamers as far as like the fighting game scene and they had um they had a huge following Two of the guys, two of the best friends, are no longer friends anymore. So they they stopped their show. I can understand why they stopped, but it just it's really disappointing. Uh, I'm, I'm they're all gonna do their own separate solo things now, but it, I'm I'm upset about it. You know, it's sad to hear something like that happens over personal drama. Yeah. That, uh, you know, people aren't friends anymore and stuff. Um, I've kind of went through that with some of the things I follow. Uh, I watch a, a YouTube series called The Completionist. Oh, I Gerard love The Completionist. Khalil. Okay, so yeah, yeah, okay, you watch The Completionist. And uh, I guess he had a falling out with his co-host. Um, I mean, it's it's been like more than a year ago. But it was really... He doesn't talk about it much, but it really sounds like the guy was, was pretty mean to him. That he can't uh, run any of the content that they created together, like, as the result of a lawsuit. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he sued his best friend over, over this stuff. And that's, uh, that's, that is also upsetting. But Gerard, the guy that still hosts it, is really, he doesn't drum up... A bunch of drama over it. He he very rarely. I mean, he made one video just explaining what the changes were going to be, mm-hmm. and I feel like a a lesser person would have made a big drama train. You know how people do. Yeah. And uh, he would have made a big fuss about it. He doesn't speak about it despite being asked to. Like people want drama. People want to see that, and uh, you know, even if that would get him viewership, he he doesn't go that route. Well, you know that's that's good of him. That's good mm-hmm. on him. And, and they did the, the super best friends. They spliced together an actual video. You know, they weren't all in the same room. Um, all just saying, you know, sorry, this has happened. You guys have been really good, and that we're all going our separate ways. And uh, 
you know, thanks for being so awesome. I mean, I can fully understand a person just not wanting to do something anymore. Yeah. Sometimes the things you enjoy most just don't last forever. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, but different. This is probably a good time to uh, hear a message from our sponsors. And we're back. So, Alex, did you watch the Avengers trailer? Uh, you're going to hate me, but no. I, well, I'm go watch it right not. now! Go watch it okay. right now! Go watch it right now! Okay, okay, okay. YouTube. YouTube. Avengers trailer. You know what? I, get, I, get, I should watch it, too. I should watch it, I mean, it heck, too. Doctor Strange has already seen this. That's <laughs> pretty good. You're not wrong. Um, okay, okay. I'll, I'll uh, let me let me skim through it for the purposes. Of, no, 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 of no, the no, podcast. no, no, no. Watch the whole. Uh, experience it. Experience. It's only like a minute long. I'm, I'm skipping two two minutes and forty five seconds. It looks like Tony Stark is on a spaceship fixing up his. Uh, you got it. You got to watch the whole thing. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, Avengers. Let's talk about Avengers. And the Avengers trailer. So I just watched the Avengers trailer. That um, was official. I mean, we officially y- know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it, it's it's not unexpected. There's nothing uh, mind-blowing there. Um, yeah. At the end of, um, at the end of Infinity War, um, they're in the middle of space. You know, yeah, <laughs> they're 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 not really out of the woods yet. They got to get back to Earth somehow. Yeah, and I was kind of surprised that Nebula didn't, you know, give Tony a ride. You know, but I mean, you know, she wasn't entirely a good person, so maybe she's like that. Yeah, but I okay. There is one thing that I have to say about this trailer. Thank you very much, Marvel, for giving us this. Don't give us any more! I, I get what you mean about trailer burnout. Yeah. That that, that there's just too much build-up, too much anticipation, and by the time the movie comes out, people are tired of being excited about it. Yeah. That's a terrible feeling to have. Tired yeah. of being excited about superhero movies. And you know what? They showed us a lot from Avengers, but there was a lot of um, misdirection, which I appreciate. It got me excited for the movie, but it didn't spoil anything. And I liked that. Correct. I liked it a lot. You know, they do need to do a lot of trailers for Captain Marvel. The general population doesn't know anything about Captain Marvel. So they Disney needs to make those trailers. Everybody's gonna go see Avengers. Everybody. There's no need for them to do any more trailers other than the what we just saw. All it's gonna do is hurt the situation, not help it. So I mean, that's a teaser. There will be a full trailer. Yeah, and I, but I, I think after that, no. Yeah. Just make just make the damn movie. I would like it if they showed the trailer. As trailers used to be after Captain Marvel. <laughs> um, At the end. That would be the after credit scene. The trailer for Avengers. 
that would be a real I mean, yeah, that's that's what the term trailer means. Yeah. Trailing the movie. Yeah. But uh, that would be a real departure from the way anything works in cinema today, and I think it would be a real mind blower. Well, to I, to modern audiences. There was one thing that I really appreciated from the first Lord of the Rings Fellowship. At the end of that, they had the trailer for the Two Towers. I loved that. Loved it. And um, after Venom, they had a trailer and mini scene from Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And it got more excited. I was already excited about Into the Spider-Verse. I'm now more excited because of that. So I would like to see more studios do that. Especially if it's part of a serial. I mean, yeah. In, in Dragon if, Ball, in Dragon Ball, it says, "Hey, in the next episode." It's if you're here seeing this movie, chances are you are interested in other movies of the same. Yeah, and I'm not taking it. I'm not talking about taking away the previews at the beginning of the movie. Those are other movies that are not within the same universe or whatever. But putting the Avengers trailer. Only at the end of Captain Marvel makes a heck of a lot of sense. It'd be real exciting. It would. It really would. It's... Now, would you Disney... know I actually never saw Lord of the Rings in the theater? No. Oh, I saw Fellowship five times in oh the theater. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> super, super big geek. It's uh, Those came out when I was in high school, and I didn't really have the chance to go to movies. Well, that's because you grew up in Beelington. There yeah. is no movies within, like, 150 miles from you guys. No, come on, man. It's not that. <laughs> Get out of here. Beelington's <laughs> we, go to the, we go to the movie theater in Elkins. It's 20 minutes away. 15. Beelington is close to Elkins? Are you even from West Virginia, Luke? I, mean, I know where these places are, kind <laughs> of. You know. So that means, yeah, okay. So 20 minutes <laughs> north of Elkins? Are you even from West Virginia? Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, The big city of Bailington. Though. Yeah. So, anyway, we've gotten past that. So, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. So I did want to mention Mike and Jason's new podcast that they started. Um, it's called West Bipod, and it it's pretty good. What they're talking about is just West Virginia. They're talking about different places, like they did a whole episode talking about the asylum and going over stuff like that and essentially geeking out about different locations in West Virginia, and it's it's very interesting. Um, if you are at all interested in listening to more about our great state, because we are almost heaven, um, check them out. It's pretty good. Now, uh, the the asylum, you mean the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum? Yes. So many. I I know other people who are. It really is something to geek out about. I'm not into it, but you, people who are into that are crazy. And I mean, if any place could be haunted, 
that that would be a place that probably would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of ghost hunter shows have done stuff there. It's like the <laughs> it's like the stop in this on the East Coast. So anyway, this is uh, gonna finish out season one for RGCWV um, on our twelfth episode, thirteenth um, if you're really counting all of them. Um, I, for one, have enjoyed doing this first season, and I plan on doing another season. Uh, I'm going to start in the middle of uh, January. We're going to change up the format a little bit. I've been trying to do these every week, but that's been a little cumbersome. Not only that, but when we took our November break, I was looking at the analytics for the next episode right after our break, and it was our biggest day ever we had more people listening than any day before in any day since so what i'm going to do is i'm going to change to every other week essentially two episodes a month sometimes more depending on whatever but this will uh let us uh, have more guests more interesting guests on the show i've already got a few lined up um, I did talk with uh, the FMs, and they are c- confirmed for next season. We're also going to do um, a episode about uh, Disney and the little-known things about um, Disney, the company, not necessarily Disney World. We're also going to add some new segments. One is confirmed that we're going to have um, my buddy Josh, who's a huge uh, gadget geek. We're talking about uh, creating a new segment for him called Josh's Gadget Gallery. Um, he does pod racing, or not pod racing. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> he does pod racing. No, he does uh, um, POV drone racing. Um, he does 3D printing. He does um, actual like VR games and stuff. So he's a pretty interesting guy. It'll be good to have him on the show. Just a little bit about him. So this last Halloween, he decided to do something a little interesting. <laughs> he 3D printed his own head. Okay. And then he had his wife, she's a very good artist, She he had his wife paint his head. Okay? He made it so that it's a case for his drone. So, on Halloween, he had his own severed head circling the house. That's amazing. <laughs> he, he's got a little uh, YouTube video about it and everything. It's so good. It's really funny. So, <clears throat> great guy. Great guy. Um, he's been a friend for a long time. So, that's uh, what we have to look forward to next season. Um, we're coming up to Christmas next week. Um, Alex, what are you planning on doing for Christmas? I'm going to uh, see my dad on, uh, I believe, Sunday. I'm going in, and um, oh, we always go to my grandparents' house to to be with family, and oh, it's always nice to see family. It is nice. So uh, we are going to go up to Delaware. Cassie's parents live up there, and uh, we're going to have our normal Christmas with them. It'll be fun. 
it'll be fun. Uh, Delaware's an interesting state. You know, my argument with Delaware all the time, every state seems to have a personality. Um, it's, you know, either Pennsylvania, where you've got long stretches of highway. You've got West Virginia, with its long rolling hills. You've got um, Maryland, where it has, uh, you know, the United States government. And, but Delaware just doesn't seem to have any personality at all. Like at all. That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, the things that it does, it does right. I mean, they have the Downs, the uh, the Dover Downs, the NASCAR track. You know, they've got really nice beaches. Um, they've got, you know, good, uh, you know, outlet shopping malls and stuff. Just, it's weird. No, no, the, the idea about different states having different personalities and uh, West Virginia being unique in it. This is a podcast about West Virginia, so yeah. it's... Okay. So I'm going to finish out this right before the uh, final end. I'm going to put in this segment, Geek Trivia. And I know you're going to deliver, Alex. Oh, boy. I, I know am. it. I know it, I know it, I know it. Okay, Alex, who was the captain of the Starship Enterprise in the pilot episode? Captain Christopher Pike. Alex. Yep. <laughs> Alex. I said you were going to deliver. I said Which, gonna... <laughs> he he reappeared in an episode later on uh which you know that's that's he was the the pilot or he was the the captain in the pilot episode mm -hmm. but he later appeared in that weird like wheelchair machine with his face all burnt up. Mm -hmm. Um I don't recall the title of the episode. But yes, he was the captain of the ship before Captain Kirk was. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, I think we are uh, going to finish out for tonight and for this season. This has been a great season. Um, I think we did... I, I mean, I, I, I like how it turned out. In fact, it's better than I had assumed. Uh, we're getting about 50 people listening per episode right now. Um, we're sitting at almost 750 um, listens for the entire show so far. And people seem to like it. Um, I've talked to a couple f families that that like it, like the Divines. Um, Hi, Divines. How are you guys doing? And, uh, and of course, uh, some people from work. Hi, Mark. How you doing? And <clears throat> um, I hope to bring much more good content next season. Even better than this one. So. Anyway, um, if you guys want to reach out to me, uh, you can email me at randomwvgeek at gmail.com. That, again, that's randomwvgeek at gmail.com. Or you can call me and leave a message at 304 Five six six nine seven seven seven. Again, that's three zero four five six six nine seven seven seven. Welcome to the end of the Whoa. season. <laughs> Welcome to the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs>